0: Welcome to No Man's Land, brought to you by Tennis Zone Plus, Washington D.C.'s premier tennis retailer. What's up, guys? Welcome back into No Man's Land Tennis. Freddie and Cole here. Take we took a little bit of a break um, since our last episode. A little bit busy with the holidays and work and such, but happy to be back. Recapping, there's been a couple tournaments. We had Delray Beach 250 and Antalya 250 couple big storylines from both of those tournaments um australian opens right down the pipe um lots of people quarantining right now in australia we, we've got a lot coming for you in this episode um cole bring bring us into kind of what's been happening in the in the, in the tour the last couple of weeks
1: yeah so three tournaments <clears throat> sorry god just, wow just, what just an waking an, up here. what an entry <laughs> three tournaments have happened already you've uh, two two on the men's side and one on the women's um Demon in, in Italia, he he beat uh Bublik it was you know just 2-0 first set and then Bublik retired um but kind of the shock for me I know it's not a shock for you Freddie, but um Bublik making a final first tournament of the year um Bublik to me is kind of like this showman kind. I kind of put him in the class of like I don't know like a like a Monfies when he was younger and not necessarily like winning a lot but um Kind of you know underarm serve and kind of just out there having a good time. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to see him make a final. Hopefully he can continue that this year. Demon, I mean he's proven. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just a proven proven uh, player, and you know you it's good to see him start the the season uh, really nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, sucks that Bublik might be hurt or whatever's wrong that forced him to withdraw from the final. Um, but yeah, I mean he. He beat Berrettini in straights. Um, Shardy, he beat in the semis. Shardy had a, a quiet week, um, beat a lot of good people, beat Struff. But, I mean, did, Bublik was seated. I don't know if you knew that, but, like, he's not, like, a bad player. No, I know and he's not a bad player. He, but I just... He was seated. Like, there's – there's, it shouldn't be that big a shock that he made he made the final. Um, like, he, he did have sort of an easier draw, but, um, I mean, took, took advantage of it yeah be I mean Berrettini's what eight in the world or something took him out in straights
1: no, no he's a good player yeah. like I know he's he's a he's a good player it's it's like almost like you know I think that he has similarities to like a curious mindset almost oh, so yeah. so i like I don't think he's gonna win anything big, you know, but I think he's a good player he can win two fifties, maybe sneak in and get a five hundred um I don't think his injury is uh long term I think he's still gonna be in the Australian open, that's why I think he pulled out just to like be good to go. Um. Anyway, stateside, we had the Delray Beach Open. Uh, who beat er- Herkacz?
0: Yeah, Herkacz. Herkacz beat Corda in the final.
1: Yep, and then uh, Corda kind of just ran through some Americans, beat Isner, beat Tommy Paul, uh, and then Herkacz beat him. Um, but he's, I mean, the guy had a you know, killer end of the last year, and he's picking it up right where he left off.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he's one of these kind of almost unknown Americans that's coming up, um, but he should be known. Um, had a big week. Well, he mean, yeah, you said Tommy Paul, Isner. He beat somebody else. He beat uh, Soon Woo in the first round. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people picked him in fantasy tennis. They picked Soon Woo over Corda. Um, but, yeah, another shout-out. Cam Nori had a big week. Um, destroyed J.C. Aragon first round. So we got Francis, I think, along the way, beat Manorino, I think, in Straits, who Dennis Kudla said is, like, one of the toughest guys to play on tour. Um, so, yeah, no, I saw a video that the ATP put out where they interviewed a bunch of those guys from down in Delray, asking them, like, who they thought was going to be the first slam winner and who they thought was going to be a breakout guy on tour this year. And a couple guys talked about Nori, and Nori talked about himself. Tommy Paul talked about himself. Yeah. Um, no surprise there. <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean I, I think it was a pretty i think it was a pretty good first week, um, and we kind of got to see a few guys. I wasn't impressed with christian Garin. he lost a, another christian Christian Harrison,
1: yeah, guy guys outside the one thousand
0: Christian Harrison no,
1: no, no, no. it's the i think he's like 780 or something
0: no no he's like 300 in the world i think
1: no check that um, he's 780 or something
0: yeah 345 what yeah maybe before the the tournament maybe that's an updated ranking i'm looking at right now but
1: i saw some crazy rankings oh uh, actually
0: here we go let's yeah. yes, go <laughs> yeah 789
1: yeah God. wow
0: did... but he's got a career high in the top 200 yeah um,
1: he's injured or something
0: yeah, yeah, he was hurt and living in the shadow of his brother, even though it's not a very big shadow. But,
1: uh, <laughs> Is it call-out day? <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. I woke Whoa. up
0: feeling dangerous. I'll tell she you what, though. Bake, bake show.
1: I'll tell you what, though. Tommy Paul, he's a, he's a lock on that staring contest. Did you see the Riley Opalka uh, staring yeah. contest? Yeah,
0: they were doing the staring contest <laughs> on Instagram Live. He did another, uh, Riley did one with Demonor, D- I think, uh, last night. And then they all played Among Us this morning, like a bunch of them, like, uh, du- what's his name, Duzan, uh Lajevich. Yeah, he hosted it with, like, Fritz, Opelka, Monfils, Among Us, it's like that little game with the little, like, colored guys who look like little ghosts of us, and like, you walk, they all, I've never played it, but I've seen all, uh, everyone playing it on Twitch and stuff. And, no, like, I've never seen it. Yeah. Man, dude, you're out of touch, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then we'd be remiss. Too busy watching The Bachelor. That's right. We'd be remiss if we didn't say how good sabalenka is playing right now she won another tournament uh that's that's off the two that she won at the end of the season last year and then she opens the season this year and wins another title so that's like that's three tournaments i think probably in the last within the last five tournaments she's played yeah. she's won well she's dusting
0: everybody she won the final two and two uh Was she, she th- beat sakari in the semis 3 and 2 she like she's barely losing games i know like yeah She went three with Rybakina, okay. But Rybakina always, she's lurking, Rybakina. She gives everybody trouble. Who'd she beat in the final? Who'd she beat in the final? She beat uh, Kudera Matova, (laughs) because you've heard of her, right? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Let's see what she's ranked.
1: That was in Abu Dhabi, that court. She's 36 in the world. (laughs) That court in Abu Dhabi, I mean. I kind of want to hit some balls on that court. Have you seen that thing?
0: Well, you like it because it's the same color as the Miami court.
1: That's true. But that I just That's thought it was, you like it, I right? thought it was sweet.
0: Yeah, no, dude, all those courts look sweet. You're telling me there's courts that you wouldn't want to hit on that That's these people are playing tournaments at. Are you kidding?
1: Yeah, there, are. there are.
0: Where? Where wouldn't you want to hit on a
1: court? I don't know, City Open. I I dunno if I would have hit on that center court because you know, Jack Sox says it's too fast and the courts are really bad.
0: No, he didn't say it was too fast, he said it was uneven because he fell over. (laughs) It's like no bro, you're you're uneven with your load that you got you're (laughs) carrying over there. Dude, he's probably got the biggest bum on tour, men or women. Yeah. Dude, Jack Sox I
1: don't know. I don't know wagon. We're We're not going down that road. Uh, how would fantasy tennis go this week?
0: Yeah, Fantasy Tennis, I think, was a success. Um, we had to alter the scoring a little bit because the ATP decided to not track winners and errors publicly this year. So I guess if you're watching a match, they'll be able to show it, but they're not going to sh- track it online anywhere where we can get the data for it. So we had to switch up how we did the scoring for the first week kind of on the fly. So appreciate everyone bearing with us on that, but we've got our formula down for the coming weeks. Um yeah uh shout out to George Cartledge George goat Cartledge um, yeah he won this first week of fantasy well technically Burke Pablo won but he played for free so George Cartledge was the top paid player to win and George kindly donated all of his winnings to the barstool fund with the other half of the prize that we were donating um, which was awesome. And so looking forward to, I think, the 31st of January is when we'll kick it off again, down, down under. There's two more tournaments plus the ATP Cup. Um, for the ATP Cup, we're going to be giving away, we're partnering with Wilson, we're giving away any the racket of your choice, any racket you want, any grip size, uh, and we'll send it right to you. Um, so thanks to Wilson for helping us out with that. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I think. I mean, we really only put it out there for about one day last time, and we had thirty-five plus people playing. So I think over the next couple of weeks, we should be able to get a few more people and get some traction going
1: with it. How'd your team do? Uh, I mean, I. I think I got like second or third. To last. <laughs> <laughs> no I I definitely brought up the rear but I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it was a struggle I took I didn't okay here's what happened it's the first week of the season I'm not locked in per usual we're not we're not in Doha it's like COVID year and we just get like this pop-up tournament in Delray and then there's no tournaments after so yeah I'm not trying to explain myself but I am so I made the mistake of picking two guys on my team that played each other in the first round. So that really killed me. Uh, and then um, you know, we had some guys lose early in Antalya and you know, that's how it goes. Same query didn't make it as far as I wanted, but you know, yeah. My my area of expertise is Cole's Corner. Uh, if you follow the Instagram, that's going to be that's, that's going to be popping out um during the Australian Open and the based first on, two based tournaments.
0: Based on your fantasy picks, I think we might have to retire at Cole's Corner. I Cole's, don't think
1: we're going to retire. Cole's Coffin. <laughs> I mean, I do have a winning record in that. And we're actually talking about bets there. So, you know, we're trying to help the people. We're trying to help the people.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see once we get more into the swing of things how how things uh pan out. Yeah, so we got some, some big news just this morning that Roger Federer is going to be playing his first tournament in Doha, which is, when's that called?
1: March 8th.
0: March 8th. Okay, oh, so we're still over a month plus away from seeing him.
1: So that's going to be March 8th through the 13th, and then Dubai is the second week. So you could be getting him potentially two weeks in a row. Uh, there was a big talk that he was going to be playing Rotterdam um, up in, I think, Holland. But he's not going to do that, which is a shame because I think Nadal's already signed up for that tournament. It would have been, like, crazy. You know, have Federer back and then you get a Fidal right away. Man, that would have been sweet. I know. Um, I'm
0: trying to look when Rotterdam even is.
1: Yeah, it's usually, like, a week or two after the Australian Open. It's indoors. It's an indoor tournament. Uh, okay. Um, Yeah, no, it's exciting. If you if anybody's been paying attention to, you know, social media, I think he's been like captured hitting balls at like a hotel in Dubai. So he's he's basing out of there. He always does in the off season. Um he's striking it clean as he always does cuz the king the king doesn't miss.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Did you see what Fabio said about him?
1: I did, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What did he say exactly? He said something like I mean, we need he <laughs> wants to see Roger kind of be the the guy this year.
1: Yeah, and, he said um he said uh, he, he, he's a fan of Roger, and then he wants to have him back because he is the tennis. He is yeah, the tennis. He is the tennis. And then uh, he was asked who's going to gonna have a breakout year. He said, Roger Federer's going to have a breakout year. Yeah. <laughs> Bonini, man. Bonini. I mean, when,
0: when was Roger's last tournament?
1: Uh, wow. That's a great question.
0: Yeah. When
1: was Roger's last tournament? Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know. Australian Open. 2019, because he, then he uh, went and got surgery.
0: Yeah. So he, that's the last thing he played, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, semis, lost to Joker in straight
1: Yeah, because do you remember that? when He beat Sandgren, and then after that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tennis. Yeah, tennis I mean, he
0: beat is... Johnny Mills in a, in a tight five-setter.
1: Oh, man. Tennis Sandgren had dude, a that's what, he, he boatload beat Milman. of match points.
0: He beat Millman six in the fifth.
1: I know, dude. Raj. And then Fuscovich took him four. Dude, Raj was like grinding people out yeah and then people don't realize this he was treeing in the in the uh semi and i think the first set of that what was the first set of that final
0: seven six Djokovic. Oh, the, yeah dude yeah.
1: He, and he was i think he was up a break yeah it might have been yeah i was yeah. watching that in a hotel room in baltimore at like three thirty in the morning because i believed <sighs> that he could win
0: oh yeah i think i stayed up or i think i got up i, I set my alarm for like five something and it was pretty much over by then because I was hoping that if it went the distance then I'd watch yeah. the end of it. No nah, man,
1: if if no. I think that Roger had a chance if he won that first set.
0: Yeah. But then well, it was just down. what were the, be what were the
1: last two scores of those sets?
0: 4 and 3, so one break he said.
1: Yeah. But he wasn't moving.
0: It's going to be good to see him back. So, I'm hoping that he's he's going to return somewhat in form. Um yeah.
1: I know that we do. We I mean <laughs> <laughs> I just continue to disagree with you. I think, I like, a lot of people think he's done, but I, I go back to the thought that, you know, he played that well against Djokovic in the last tournament he showed, and he wasn't healthy. And then he made it to the semifinals of the French Open, which is not his tournament. Yeah. So, in, tw- in the same, in 2019. Yeah. So.
0: what Like, what would, um, what would make you more upset if he just, like, called it quits like right now without even really coming back and doing anything or if he came back but like he was at a level where you could beat him like what's more that's hard what's more heartbreaking? Real, that's not
1: realistic but
0: he's no but like seriously came back and was playing at like not a top 100 level and like couldn't hang
1: yeah but i would i would like him to come back and like no, what's just more
0: heartbreaking no no that's uh, the question dude. uh if he doesn't come
1: back correct yeah if he doesn't come back if he, if he were to just retire right now yeah that would be devastated
0: more so than if he came back and like goes like oh for twenty seven and doesn't win a match for the whole year and like.
1: Yeah, but I because I don't think that's realistic. I think that you can still win some matches. Like I like he can be. You would hope. You would hope so. Like Evo Karlovic is still winning matches on tour. Yeah, but
0: like, Federer's not six ten with a massive serve. Yeah,
1: but his his volleys are better. So. Yeah, I just think. I think Raj can you know, still compete. In well, I'm, 250s I'm with you. In I think he's going
0: so to I just threw something at you.
1: It would be more heartbreaking if he just called it quits right now, but yeah. he's not going to. He's he's, he's playing Doha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. As of right now.
1: So negative you are.
0: We'll see. I just have to play devil's advocate.
1: Do you want this? Yeah, I want
0: him to play. Of course, I do. <laughs> Got a life-size Federer poster in my room. My <laughs> whole my whole life. Are you kidding me. Oh my god. Let's throw it to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw it to From the Grandstand. Um, Question this week, if we had to be in the 14-day hard quarantine in the hotel room, like all the players are right now in Australia, what would our daily routine look like? Cole, I'll let you start.
1: All right. There's two sides to the story here. If I was a player and I needed to maintain, like, shape, I'd be doing, like, push-ups and sit-ups and all that stuff. I'd be eating clean you know, I'm doing the best I can to stay ready to play matches, like, as soon as I come out of this 14-day quarantine, right? If I was a coach, and I'm talking to you, Eddie, if I was a coach, just settle in, watch some TV, order some food. Like, I don't know why we're doing a mile a day. Like, we just, like, just he's doing more than
0: a mile a day. He's on like mile ten or Dude, 11. Dude, he's on the
1: armbands, he's making the cribs videos. Like we got we need to we need to like we need to find you a show or something or like we, can I send you some books? Like just just relax. <laughs> Dude, big bow and arrow guy, right? He's practicing the bow and arrow motion in his room. The guy's got I mean he's never a dull motion. He's doing with more Eddie. than some of the other players. I know. Eddie could compete. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) no no it's good he's he's got a he's got a regimen he's got a routine that he's accustomed to here in the states and he's he's keeping it going but you know so
0: so you would just wake up do push-ups and sit-ups and then that's it
1: i i would probably go stir crazy i'd probably have to do something like physical to make myself like you know feel accomplished for the day but who doesn't love a good netflix show bro yeah
0: 14 days of it would get a little old true that's when I had my hip surgeries. I like couldn't leave bed, and I was like, I just slept. I was like, I'd roll over and play a little Fortnite, <laughs> and then after an hour of that, just take a nap. Like I'm done with that. <laughs> but I think if I was stuck in quarantine like these guys and girls are in the hotels, I think I would. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. They've all been folding the mattresses up and hitting against them. Like I would probably do something, al- along those lines. Um, but I'd feel kind of bad, like making a bunch of noise. No. Nah. I know, like they're all doing it, but I would feel pretty bad. If you do um, it during
1: the day, it's fine.
0: Yeah, um, but there'd be there'd be a lot of Netflix and stuff, and with you, like you said, I'd probably try and do some like workout bands and do some, some core work and all of that. Um, yeah,
1: Fred's on a 75-day cleanse right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: fuck. <laughs> he's got 75-day cleanse. He's got no alcohol, and he's got no uh, dessert for 75 days.
0: As well as a 45-minute walk minimum outside, 45-minute workout. Um, what a, else? You'd be a
1: great quarantine buddy, I'm doing
0: Yeah, I'm doing 10 minutes of mindfulness. I'm doing, I'm just eating a better diet. I've had like four salads, and I don't think I've had four salads in the last three years, and I've had four salads in the last four days. Um, Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a struggle, but. What day are you on? Four. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, I started on, what day is it? Today's Thursday. I started on Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday, day
1: five. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, nice. What's the what's the dessert you're going to get on day 76? Uh, so
0: I've talked to um, someone down in Australia, and they're going to be sending over uh, some, fr- uh, what do they called, dry ice, so it can ship with some, <laughs> some Maxi Bonds. Maxi Bonds are the greatest dessert you'll ever eat. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get those shipped in as like a celebratory April first, that's my day.
1: There you go. Hit
0: April first and then we'll hit the ground running.
1: Best of luck for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I if I fail, I'm I start over. So like if I break the if I don't do my workout or if I don't if I don't do one of the six things I'm supposed to do every day, I start the clock over Is and back it? reset seventy five days.
1: You can just go full vegan. Like, like um, you can just go no Novak.
0: No, no, no. Vegan no gluten free no but i i'm eating better like i'm not i'm having less bread and certain carbs and yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be so much fun <laughs> you could you could join in
1: no that's good all right guys that's our show today <laughs> no we're actually gonna send it over to lauren davis world number seventy five american icon w t a player um she's won auckland before um, so she's got a title, and she's down under. She's in quarantine. I think she was on day five or six, I think. Yeah. But she gives us a little no, seven, I think. Day seven. I think they
0: were halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to throw it over to Lauren. Um, <clears throat>
1: yeah, here we go. I've met you, Lauren. I met you at City Open.
2: City Open. Oh, okay. We This past met you briefly year? at City Open. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I don't remember who you were playing, but we, um, Oh, um, Fred, do you know who she was playing? We were playing, um, you were playing the match and I just sat behind Eddie.
2: Pagula? Kennen?
1: Yeah, you played Kennen.
2: I'm,
1: I'm sure. sorry. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It was, okay. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, not, not this past summer, but the summer before.
2: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause past summer it was canceled. I remember
1: really? you had the, you had the, uh, the knee wrapped up pretty well.
2: Oh, Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: how's quarantine life?
2: <sighs> quarantine life. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this was just like so unexpected, right? Like we came here thinking um, we'd be able to have like five hours outside the hotel, be able to play tennis and work out and eat outside, but um, but yeah, some people tested positively and. And we found out the day after we got here. And then it was just a hard quarantine for everyone on those flights that people tested positively on. So today's the seventh day and we have seven, seven more days to go. <laughs> the window doesn't even crack open, so. <laughs> wow.
1: So. My, my question is, do you have, is Eddie right next door to you?
2: No. Um, so Eddie actually had to move to a different hotel. Um, mm. I, I don't actually know where, but yeah.
0: Did he need more room so he could run uh,
1: more miles in the hotel?
2: <laughs> yeah, he needed <laughs> That's he needed what I was like going to say. I mean, for that.
1: <laughs> if you got to listen I mean, to him prison. run miles next to you all night long. Yeah.
2: Well, thank God he's not in this hotel then, right? But although I did hear my friend, she's right next door to me at like 7 a.m., doing sprints back and forth. I'm like, Christina, what in the world are you doing? I'm sleeping. so but but then again i've been doing like um volleys against the wall so i've been bothering them as well
0: nice nice and so like the initial plan was like you guys all fly in and then you're sort of quarantining but you had a couple hours where you could practice and maybe see the physio and all of that and then like what was the original plan
2: yeah so original plan was that we'd be able to be outside the hotel for five hours and that included like being on the court um doing being in the gym and then they call it like nutrition so eating um on site or whatever um and and yeah so
1: So you you haven't had a chance to go like practice yet
2: no uh, we're not even allowed to step foot outside the room so
1: So why does, why are certain people, why does like Djokovic get to practice and you don't?
2: Yeah. So, um, a handful of the top players, um, they flew to Adelaide. So yeah, I'm not really sure why. Um, my thought is like maybe that they took the top players to be able to like, I don't know, protect them in case there was some sort of outbreak. I have no idea, but, yeah. But, um, but,
0: yeah. That's wild. And, like, how many – so you flew over from the States, right? And then, like, how many other players were on your flight back from the States?
2: Yeah, so um, we flew commercial from Florida to L.A. And then L.A., they had a, a charter flight. And then that was 20% full, so 75 people. And I think it was, like, maybe 50 players, and then the rest were – Coaches and stuff.
0: Any any big names on the flight?
2: Yeah. Um, Azarenka, Nishikori, Sloan was on there, Bethany. Um,
1: Who's your yeah, travel this, buddy?
2: My travel buddy, um, yeah.
1: Eddie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's always my travel buddy. <laughs> <Some stuff. laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. That's good. <laughs> Well, um, what's, so what tournament are you supposed to be playing once you're out of quarantine? Like, are you playing one of the warm-ups? obviously before the Oz?
2: Yeah. So, um, the plan is that they have two 500s the week before the open. Um, but now they're trying to work, like figure out if they're going to change the schedule, if that needs to be pushed back a week. Um, or if, they need to be pushed back to after, after Australian Open. Um, so we're just waiting to hear. Um, I'm honestly really curious because that obviously dictates whether or not I'm here longer. Um, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. What, could be another you, seven
2: weeks. What are you
1: looking forward to the most after getting out of your room?
2: Um, honestly, like fresh air. It's such a pretty <laughs> day out and like I see these rowers out there and I see people exercising and um, I don't know, this year has just been like a year of appreciating the small thing. So this is just another one of those times.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so no. And and um, if you're there another seven weeks, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like would you be happy to be stuck down under or what?
2: Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I do. I do love it here. Um, yeah. Grateful that it's just a, a good place to be they have really good food and um, after we get out of quarantine we'll be able to live about norm live normally so like we'll be able to walk around the city and yeah just live life normally so that'll be all right um, I do I do miss home at times um, so that's the only that's the only thing
0: yeah
1: where are you uh where are you basing out of in the United States? Are you still the Midwest or are you in Florida now?
2: Yeah. So I have a place in Jupiter and Eddie and I train in, in Delray. Um and then my family lives in Cleveland and I I try to get up there as much as possible. Like this past couple of years I've spent a lot of time up there. And then this last year, obviously, just because of quarantine, I spent like two months up there. But um but I would say Ohio is still home to me. So
0: what was that mm-hmm. transition like going from like, when did you go from Ohio down to Florida and sort of make that full-time commitment?
2: Yeah, I moved down there when I was 16. Um, I moved to Everett. Um, oh, fuck. Sorry about that. I was getting another call. Oh, very good. Um, yeah. I moved down to Everett and trained there for about four years. Um, so, yeah.
1: What was it like meeting her when you were 16? Uh, Chrissy? Yeah. Uh,
2: It was pretty cool. Um, She's very down to earth, um, very helpful. She was on court with me sometimes, and it was just, it was really cool being able to learn from one of the best to have ever played. So, um, yeah, she gave me a lot of great advice, and she believed in me too, which was, I feel like, the most impactful thing for me.
1: She, um, I always like watching like the slams and stuff because she's always. I think that she always has great insight and yeah. And then my like just growing up and like coming into tennis, like my my dad was always like huge fan of Chrissy Evert, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Totally. whatever she's on, like yeah. So I thought I thought mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it kind of has the same or if not more weight than like training at like a Bolitaries or something,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. for sure because Bolitaries is, is um, I think it's a lot bigger, right, than Evert everett was pretty small it was like i felt like i was a part of a family and it was it was a really great experience for me yeah
0: i've got one of her rackets up on the wall behind me
2: <laughs> oh you're kidding i'm pretty sure how'd you get that
0: oh my dad from like way back in the day
2: uh-huh
0: i've got the that's old chrissy everett <gasps> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll hit with that it's got like a new grip on it and stuff
1: he still he can kick my, my butt with that thing
0: yeah
2: that's amazing yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: could probably take out George with the wood racket as well. Probably,
2: probably. Do you so
1: you've former Auckland champion? Are you up are you are you kind of missing out on going to Auckland this year?
2: Yeah, I was really bummed about that. Um Auckland's one of my favorite tournaments. Um New Zealand is one of my favorite countries, probably um my top three. Um so definitely really disappointing. Um, but but then again, I'm just happy to be playing here and happy to be in Australia, so we'll take what we can get this year so
1: do you do you remember that week from 2017? do you like do you ever just think like man i was I was playing really, really well that uh-huh. week like you I saw like uh, K- Kanju in the final and then you had Sttritsova in the quarters.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. they were
1: all seeded players. Do you were you just yeah. like, man, I'm just seeing the ball so well. So what's that yeah. like?
2: Yeah, um, so what I remember is it wasn't really just about like um how I was hitting the ball, because I do feel like I I hit the ball really well. Um I mean, most of the time. I don't want to like I, I have bad days, obviously, but but um what it was about was like um I feel like my presence on the court. So like it was just I was really excited, really happy to be there. I was enjoying myself. I had a lot of balance in my life. Um, and because of that, because I was, like, so happy off the court, um, that just, like, really translated to my success on the court, I guess.
1: So no that's problem. what stands out to me.
2: And I honestly, like, try and learn from – I like, I go, I'll go back in my mind and I'll, like, try to learn and apply the same things um, to now. But
1: Yeah. Do you find that's pretty common? If, if things in your life are going crazy, then your tennis is probably going to suffer versus whether or not you're happy or not.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know if that's the case for everyone, but for me, like, as I've gotten older, I'm not able to really compartmentalize my life. So, like, if something is affecting me off the court, like, it's going to affect me on the court. Um, so, like, what I found helps is, like, doing, like, mindful exercises and just trying to, like, handle the stress um, as best as I can and put things in perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah, There's definitely some people out there who handle, who, like, have some terrible stuff come out about them in the news or something, and they play the best two weeks of tennis in their life, and, like, maybe that's because, like, they're escaping whatever it is that's going on. Right,
2: totally. Uh um, Yeah i mean i used one. to be able to do that when i was a junior but um yeah not so much anymore <laughs> yeah
0: no, i mean it's crazy like people don't realize like the full-time job that it is being a professional tennis player like and they just yeah. all and glam and travel to these places and eat the good food and all this stuff and like
2: yeah
0: it's a freaking grind like
2: it, yeah it really is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. definitely and, you know, stressful and a lot of pressure
0: took a little time off for a bit didn't you like back what year was that
2: yeah i've taken um time off a couple times uh one was in 2016 i think yeah i think like around this time 2016 and then 2018 um took a couple couple months off um yeah i just i had i was getting burnt out um i feel like i wasn't really doing things on my terms um So automatically, like, I just got pretty sick of tennis and wanted to put the rackets down for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. You were able to, like, realize that and, like, take the time away you needed and then come back. And now look what's happened. Like, now you're back on track and you've got coffee-loving Eddie running miles with you. (laughs)
2: I mean that's an understatement. He's like obsessed with coffee.
0: Oh, I've I never seen anyone post more on their Instagram about coffee than any.
2: Oh my gosh! I mean, he used to have a an Instagram page like called Coffee Vibes. Like, who does that?
1: I oh saw. I was watching your Instagram live. Something you did like a while ago. Um, with I think it was at with, with, uh, you kept calling her Abstrus, but I don't know. Who she oh, is.
2: Abby! Yeah, she's yeah. Like my good friend. <laughs>
1: that, I watched that because Eddie was on it. Eddie was on it, and you were on it. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be interesting." And Eddie dropped so coffee vibes in that Instagram live like five times.
2: <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh my gosh, sure. I'm not surprised. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah,
2: he's so funny.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh, he's gosh. he's funny though. He's funny.
0: Who? Which? Which Abigail was that?
2: uh abigail spears she plays doubles
0: yeah yeah. she so you used to play a bunch of world team tennis and yes when one of my buddies would always go to these matches and she was on like one of the other teams and so we were like heckling the crap out of her and i felt so bad um, oh my God, she's like, so sweet i know she's the nicest person and my and my friend was just kept saying no backhand no backhand that's so mean oh, oh then then God. the next year like and she remembered us because you could go on the court and do autographs and stuff and she was like nicest could be to us and loved all the bitch. Yeah. and then the next year we went back and my friend, we went to do the autographs So my friend was like, "Hey, Abigail, like your backhand got a lot better." And she was like, "Oh, oh thanks." Right. And then, oh, and then he goes, "Just kidding."
2: <laughs> you're the worst. Oh, does she remember right? you guys?
0: Oh yeah, she remembered from the year before because we were just a oh, bunch. Oh, that's
2: of hilarious.
0: I know, but she's like, I've got to meet her another time as well. And like, she's she's like the nicest person ever. Um, yeah, yeah, so she's one of my good friends. Back. She's really. Like, my friend is just like God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you had to apologize for him.
0: That was <laughs> oh, <it's> so bad. <laughs> yeah. Did you
2: play any world team tennis? I've actually never played. Um, I've I've had a little bit of hesitancy just because it is it is quite a while. Like it's two oh, yeah. or three weeks long, and then traveling every day. And I heard it's tough on your body and stuff. And I I really need my sleep. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah. it is right before like the hard court swing, so. I've always, like, just wanted to use that time to train and be at home. Um, oddly enough, I am, like, a homebody, so as much time as I can have at home, I'll, I'll take advantage of that, so. Yeah.
1: What would be a normal day at the Australian Open for you? Like, what's, like, a normal Grand Slam day?
2: I mean, what is normal these days, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, normally, I would – Uh, practice in the morning for an hour and then maybe practice again like an hour or two later for another hour Um, play some points with the girls and then um, do like maybe like a short workout stretch grab some lunch and then head back to the hotel so pretty low-key
1: I wonder how many different answers we would get if we asked like everybody
2: (laughs) yeah probably like a million (laughs) (laughs) so
0: Do you, yeah. do you have a favorite practice partner?
2: Favorite practice partner? Um, I don't have a favorite, but I do, ha- I do have, like, a group of girls that I normally, like, gravitate towards just because, like, Eddie has their numbers and we're used to practicing together. Um, I-, I practice with Putenseva a lot, um, Christina, Mikhail, mm-hmm. sometimes Allie Risk, um, Pagula. Yeah
0: nice nice nice. and what do you like what do you look for in a practice partner because i have practiced with some top girls before like i was practicing next to bouchard and she kicked out back-to-back guys within like five minutes you're kidding oh within five back-to-back guys and so her her old ass coach just stood there and was like dropping balls for her and i was like you can't you can't put
2: up it like uh when was that
0: that was like City Open, maybe like 2016 or like she was like like Jeannie was like top of her game supposedly. And oh, okay. I was practicing. Yeah, it was 2016 because I practiced with Monica before she won the gold medal, and so oh, like, you did
2: sick. Uh-huh. So
0: like I had played with her and like we she wanted to do a three-hour practice and I was like what the hell like so we did like three hours and so we're like like, I'm not ready for this we're like 10 minutes in and all of a sudden Jeannie's gone through two people and I'm like I have two and a half more hours how am I gonna like get through this practice
2: (laughs) you should have asked one of those guys to switch with you
0: yeah right no no, (laughs) no. but yeah like what do you look for in like a, a hitting partner whether it's like a random like person like me or one of the girls like
2: um I would say the main thing is like intensity. Um, if someone's like not wanting to be there or, or just kind of like, I don't know, lazy. And if I like, if I hit the ball wide and they don't go for, I don't know, something like that, like that's not like ideal for me. Um, so yeah, like I I practice Azarenka before coming here and she's probably one of the most intense people I've ever practiced with but we only practiced for an hour and that was like more than enough and I'm really all about quality over quantity these days so um so like that that was just like a perfect practice for me to have like maybe an hour and a half of just good intensity and then be done for the day so
1: that's probably such a rewarding practice especially because yeah yeah. she's been playing some amazing tennises of late
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: she has yeah yeah that's awesome
2: yeah
0: yeah he wouldn't you wouldn't like to hit with uh plushkova then because our buddy mitch hit with plushkova and he would hit it like one meter away from her and she just like doesn't even move a step and i, right. was, like, I was like wow what are you like you're number, yeah. three, whatever, number one or number two in the world and you're not going to move yeah. half a step to hit a ball it's uh-huh. <laughs> totally just a late shoot around and Renee Renee's, uh, was coaching her at the time, So Stubbs. So, like, Renee was, like, oh, okay. like, fed the next ball in, and, like, some other dudes, like, getting all the balls around because she wouldn't move for, like, every other ball.
2: Huh. Or it's funny was, how like, people are so different. She'd smack
0: a winner on, like, the third ball. <laughs> like,
2: right. Well, uh, yeah, there's not much rhythm there.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Have you played her before?
2: I've played her once, but I've played her sister probably four times. The left. The lefty, yeah. Yeah, so she's pretty similar in terms of like intensity
0: yeah sure. during the matches
2: as well actually
0: <laughs> and I was looking earlier like you you've played Fed Cup right mm-hmm. yeah what's that experience like
2: yeah Fed Cup is like one of my favorite weeks out of the year when I'm when I play um I haven't played in actually I think it's like three years now which sucks but um but yeah, it's, it's so much fun, like really good team camaraderie. You get to know some girls that you wouldn't maybe have known prior to that. Um, they take really good care of you. Um, and, yeah, it's just very different from all the other weeks out of the year. Um, just very much like a team environment, and it's just really a lot of fun.
1: Yeah we like watching those like it's like the closest we get to watching at the world cup for like soccer uh, fans you know but it's
2: sure uh-huh.
1: yeah so you know we love tennis so uh, davis cup and fed cup it's good stuff we like that a lot yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I if, yeah. Do you know if they're gonna
0: do anything like how the for the men they have the atp cup with all those countries like do you know i want i hope they do something like a wta cup style thing because i think that could be a unique event
2: yeah so i was actually looking on the schedule for this year and they have like a week for Billie Jean. Uh, oh yeah, Billie Jean that's Cup, and I'm I'm not, I'm not really sure what that is, but
1: is that the Labor Cup, cold, you know? No, I th- didn't. They ch- I thought they changed the name of the Fed Cup to the Billie Jean Cup, Billie Jean King Cup. Oh,
2: did they do that? Yeah, yeah. That's Oh, oh, well, that makes sense. Because I know
1: that the WTA just went through this whole new kind of rebranding.
2: Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I th-
2: okay. I didn't know that. That's what it was called. The media okay.
1: for that is awesome. I think it looks sick.
2: Okay, cool. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I mean the WTA, like on the the new logo. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, I oh, think yeah, all, these, yeah. all that uh-huh. stuff looks awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Is there
0: like a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that you have to do with the WTA? Like, do they like call you to do certain things for them or anything like that?
2: Um. So at like WTA tournaments, they'll have you do some. Um, some small things like with either sponsors or fans or stuff or something like that. Um, maybe some like clinics. Uh, but that's, that's really about it. It's, it's really not, not too much. I think unless you're like probably top 10 or top 20.
1: Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm interested to see how people are going to be uh, coming out of this quarantine, how their games are going to be, especially, I know, okay. The, man it's gonna be i think it's just the turnaround is crazy because yeah. what would you know what would you normally be doing like you'd be you'd be practicing m- pretty much every day right
2: oh yeah um yeah, I, yeah it would be every day um yeah and it stinks because like some of these girls are able to leave and go like shelby rogers who's right next to me leaves and goes to practice every day because she was on a different la flight um so we were just unfortunate um, and th- there, there was talk of like having everyone in the same boat. So like having those people who were not exposed h- do a hard quarantine as well. But then in the end, like the player council decided that that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: So how's the how's like the form practices going over Zoom?
2: <laughs> I actually have one at ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're fine. They, they're getting a little old, but um, but I've never visualized. This much in my life, so we'll see how that goes. Like afterwards, <laughs> how's that
1: forehand looking?
2: Oh, it's looking <laughs> pristine. I <laughs> think the biggest I've ever hit it.
0: <laughs> you haven't like folded over your bed yet or anything, and hitting against the bed or uh, wait, what do you mean? Like, like I've seen all the videos of people like putting their beds up on the wall and like hitting against God. the wall or against the bed, so it doesn't like wave oh, us.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well. I don't honestly like I don't know like if I'm gonna do that I might as well do it against the wall but I don't know I just don't see the point like because then I got to put it back and it's just too much effort and not enough reward I'll just visualize (laughs) so
0: that's so funny what else are you doing to kill the time
2: um I have a course that's keeping me busy so that's actually good timing um been doing some reading uh facetime my family every day and some friends and that's about it (laughs) facetime eddie like five times a day
0: (laughs) oh my god that's so funny have you had like a lot of calls like this have like any media like reached out or um
2: there's been uh one media guy who's reached out but I wasn't sure if the WTA wanted us to like say anything. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure what I could say and what I couldn't say. So I just um, didn't. respond. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> use, we
1: use the term media loosely when it comes to us too. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah we're,
1: we're, we're in the media, but we're not really. In the
2: media. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Ew.
0: No worries. You got anything else, Cole?
1: no I don't think so I mean okay yeah we had um we had Dennis Kudala on a little while ago and he said uh he had a bold prediction he said he's going to be top 30 but uh before he's going to he's going to crack the top 30 so I was just curious if, if you any had and, and he's older than you so I was curious if you had any bold predictions for your game for, or for your, for your oh, ranking yeah
2: yeah um well <sighs> I feel like I'm I'm gonna be going about this year differently. Um, I feel like in the past, I've just played tennis just to play tennis. I mean, I do love it, but um, this year, like, I'm trying to go about it with more intention. So, um, just like asking myself questions, like, why am I here? Why am I playing? And then just putting the most intention behind that as I can, and then choosing um, my schedule like accordingly. Um, so but in terms of ranking, um uh, my goal is I guess would be to get into the top thirty this year. Um uh, I'm not copying him, that is my own goal. But um but I do think I can do better, but that's just the the rough, rough thing, rough draft yeah. right now.
1: No, it's so. certainly capable. I know I know your career high is twenty six. And um yeah. I mean Dennis is chilling at like one oh five or one oh six right now, so I think you got a head start on them at 75.
2: I do. Yes. Hopefully I beat him there.
1: <laughs> well, please, I'm going I'm to put this clip up and I'm going to
0: CC Dennis Kudla and then we're going like to yeah. go back. Yeah, please do. It it's out. a
2: competition now.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I have like a couple like um, just quick questions regarding like other people during the year. So like, who do you think is going to have a big breakout season in the WTA? Um,
2: can I say myself?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who do you, you think is going to win their first slam this year?
2: Um, first slam, uh, maybe Jenny Brady. Ooh.
0: I like that one. <laughs> uh, how about um, who's going to who's going to be somebody to make it into the top ten that hasn't been in the top ten?
2: Um. <laughs> uh maybe danielle collins
0: Ooh, nice i like the american theme here. yeah stays yes. loyal we like that <laughs> american women's tennis is like here and the men's. yes like, we got to bring the men's up with the women like come on yeah
2: seriously yeah. we're relying on dennis now huh
0: yeah right no, we're not
2: <laughs> dennis, dennis <laughs> is dennis. So,
0: what do you what do you think that like what the reasoning behind that is like why is american women's tennis like in my opinion like leaps and bounds ahead of the men's tennis.
2: yeah i don't i don't really know um i mean there's a lot of good young men up and coming though right yeah francis um i mean riley
0: yeah tommy so i don't i mean
2: tommy tommy paul yeah um that one kid who made it Far in the U.S. Open. Oh, and then the guy from Ohio State. So I think there's a lot of like young ones coming up yeah. that um, maybe you'll see in the next couple of years will really have a breakthrough. So yeah,
0: yeah, I hope so. I think I don't know why it's like you you girls are like more marketable than they are because like right, like everyone, like most of the casual tennis fans know coco goff and katie mcnally and lauren davis and like you guys aren't number one in the world and they know you where like Paul uh-huh. is 50 in the world and like nobody knows like tommy ball
2: oh is he 50 wow uh-huh okay
0: like wow. i know
2: yeah and, like very unassuming almost right
0: and like yeah. fritz like fritz is a guy you didn't name earlier yeah. like he probably has the most promise of all the americans and like
2: is he top 20
0: no no he's 30 something i think right Cole.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know what he is, but he's, I know he's, he's young not.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, there's some young guys, but, like, in my opinion, there's no one that, like, like, when I asked you the, who's going to win a grand slam, like, Jenny Brady, like, that's a realistic task.
1: Yeah. It's so, realistic.
0: Like, yeah. If there, and I asked you the same question for men, like, you aren't going to say an American name. And there's nothing wrong yeah, with it. that's just, like,
2: uh-huh. that's, level,
0: Yeah. That's true. Uh huh. Talent. Yeah. Like, that gap is, like, so much different.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. But I would also, I would also say, like, on the men's side, who's going to win a slam? You've pre- you're basically extending that from Djokovic and Nadal to, mm-hmm. like, Team Zverev, uh, Rublev. Like, it's not – Monfi isn't going to win a slam. And, and and mm-hmm. like, uh, Fofonini's not going to win a slam. So, yeah, there's – it's kind of like ha- a bunch of guys hanging out at the top. Um, yeah. I don't know. The women's draw is
2: definitely more open. Oh,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think also the two out of three sets helps that. Like I think in a three out of five, Mm. like like guys get get down, but they have more time to come back. Where like, if you're down a set in tennis, like it's almost game over.
2: Right. Right. Totally. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Well, I think that's all we got for you.
2: Okay, cool.
1: Hopefully we took up, you know, 20 minutes of your quarantine
2: yes can we please keep going for another two hours
0: <laughs> no we, we'll call we'll call you like when you're out of quarantine and you've played a match or something and we'll check back in
2: yeah. okay cool the just media, know huh?
1: when you hit that first forehand, when you hit that first forehand return we're gonna i'm, I'm watching i want to see if you hit. okay
2: i'll have eddie video it <laughs> it's gonna be a bomb <laughs> well,
0: no, i'll go live we'll go live on ig with uh with eddie um but not on his main account on his coffee vibes account and that, um, there's
2: gonna be like two people following that
0: yeah that's right <laughs> we're trying to get him followers here
2: so. <laughs> okay
0: well, well awesome well thank you Lauren. appreciate it yeah Thanks, thank Lauren. you
2: guys